this whole Bible study through a Zoom platform or a, a virtual platform, that was nothing more than an idea before. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of our Pandemic COVID-19 series of podcasts. Uh, in these podcasts, we talk with local pastors to hear about what they're doing in the midst of dark distractions to make sure that outreach doesn't fall off of the map and, in fact, find ways to stoke outreach to even higher levels. So today, uh, I'm, I'm Walt Bennett, the president of Organic Outreach International, and I, I have the distinct pleasure of uh, entering into the conversation, inviting into the conversation, Wayne Clevenger. Pastor Wayne is uh, lead pastor of Mansfield Community Church of the Nazarene in Mansfield, Illinois. Wayne, welcome to the program. Thank you, Walt. So first question out of the out of the shoot, how are you and your family doing in the midst of everything that's going on? Are you guys shelter in place right now in, in Illinois? We are. We're shelter in place for the last two weeks now. And it was just extended in cooperation with the president of the United States when he extended it to April 30th. So we're doing pretty well with that. Um, we are allowed, obviously, to go to the church and do uh, our worship set, but my family is the ones that pretty much make up the worship anyway. So that helps us break up the monotony, but uh, that and all the in-home in schooling, we're doing well with it all, it seems to be. Uh, my wife is a 911 supervisor, so she's uh, essential employees. Yeah. So she has to keep working. So Karen, your wife been crazy, right? Karen. So she's she's yeah she's actually going into the facility to to do her work, right? And her hours have been real uh, changed. She'll work nights sometimes. She'll work during the day, early mornings. It just depends on the need because they have to be real attentive to what is happening and how they're doing things. But we've just prayed for protection, and she's doing real well, and I'm doing real well, and we're adapting to the flow pretty well. So all is well Excellent. here so far. Great, great. Good to hear that. Uh, so what are the biggest concerns that you're hearing from your church members in this new, uh, as we try to find this new normal? Our church people, their biggest concerns is they miss each other. You know, we have our church is a lot of huggers and a lot of uh, loving, caring people. So when they can't be together just to be in the presence of each other, uh, they really miss that. So what we've done to try and battle that is uh, we keep Sunday school going through the Zoom platform and we meet during the regular Sunday school hour. Um and hold Sunday school as usual, uh, only through virtual meetings with Zoom so that we can see each other and just carry on as best as we can as usual. And that helps, but it's, you know, it's still not the same because you can't reach out and touch each other physically. But just seeing each other and being able to talk to each other, we have a 15-minute time right before it starts where we get to just talk to each other and see how everybody's doing. And that helps us to keep some kind of norm in that way. 
So in, in the midst of everything happening, what, what are you doing as lead pastor? Uh, what is your outreach influence team doing to make sure that outreach doesn't get lost in the noise, that it doesn't fall off the edge of the map in the midst of dark distractions? Well, you know, the big thing I think we've seen is you have everybody flooding the Internet with uh like Facebook Live posts, Facebook Live PSAs, you know, public service announcements, Facebook Live devotionals. And, you know, and I remember an intensive we had in Wheaton with Organic Outreach, and this really resonated in me, where it said Facebook doesn't reach as many people as we think we did, or it does. And they gave a percentage and the percentage was really low. So I taught that to my people and the big thing that we're doing, we just started this Wednesday cup for the road, free coffee giveaway. And so we, we get to the church around five in the morning. We brew some coffee. Uh, it's a, it's a gourmet coffee from a local brew, uh, roastery. And we, have these little goodie bags that have the creamer and sugar and stir in it packets. And we set up a table. We have this overhang so they can pull in one end of the parking lot, go through stop. And we hand them a cup of coffee and this little goodie bag. And on the goodie bag, it says, we hope this perks, you know, playing on words you up your friends at MCC NAS. And so we started that. It was good. We, we had a little bit of result from it, from Facebook. But the real thing is getting it out through village web pages uh, and word of mouth. So that's been a key element of outreach. That's something bigger than we've ever done. And we're actually seeing results with that. You know, we had, uh, we had some youth come in and, and draw arrows on the parking lot for directionals on how we needed them to come in and right enter and exit on the on the the places where they come in and they did a fantastic job uh, they did it with sidewalk chalk you know there's a lot of artistic ability out there and it was something for them to do that lived in the local neighborhood social distancing was well it was considered exercise <laughs> So all that stuff worked out well for them. So in all that, everybody was able to get done what they needed to get done, and it worked out really well. So that's one of our biggest things we're doing. Uh, we have this uh, thing where they can sign up to be a part of a different Bible study. I, I really pushed this walk through the Bible in a year. It's a chronological Bible written in the NLT that's easy to follow. I've been pushing it for two years. This was a vision I had a long time ago, and so we're pushing that. I've already distributed a case of Bibles, and so we'll meet with that. I have a group that meets downtown, or was, and so we're pushing that, and we'll use that through the Zoom platform too. So we're just trying these little things, but we're, we're seeing that, you know, the things that we used to do, phone calls, and reaching out to people, you know, 
in voice, not just text or email or whatever. We're seeing that those things relationally work better than posting a note on Facebook or sending a text. And I urge them, don't text them. Make the call. And so we're seeing that, and it's really neat to see that, especially seeing those cars come through that that free cup of coffee giveaway. We were going to do that originally for uh, this past Wednesday. We were going to do it, you know, because our shelter in place was supposed to be over this week. (laughs) And when it got (laughs) extended, we said, we'll do this every Wednesday as long as this is in place. And so our hope was that this will – spin off to a vision I had when we first got there where we could have this coffee group that meets in our fellowship hall once a week or so often. And we just sit in there and drink coffee together and talk, which could lead us into other things too. It's there. The community has the people for it and it has the ability to make it function. We just needed a way to introduce it. And so I really believe, you know, that out of this bad situation we were able to see this come into play and hopefully god can see his glory through it that's great uh so a couple of things in there one taking a a dream that you had when you uh, first came to mcc and uh, just hadn't gotten to when COVID-19 kind of forced the forced your hand on it. You started up right. the coffee Wednesdays, and, and that's great. You've got plans already to, to morph that into what you had originally imagined. Um, then the second point you made there, I think, is excellent. The uh, you know I don't remember what the percentage is uh, that we had quoted for the Facebook you know interactions and, and effectiveness of those. But uh, even more so now, we're getting so many informational texts and Facebook things, and it's just flooded. I pay less attention now to that stuff than I did before, which I think exactly to your point puts so much more value in just picking the phone up and calling somebody. Um, to to get through that because I think you know as as we try to just push characters on a screen out to people they're just going to get lost in everything else so I that's excellent uh, reverting back to old school techniques um, so what kind of uh, what other things that you're being forced into kind of because of the situation, do you see as good things to possibly continue with, maybe not exactly as you are right now, but continue as something new moving forward when all the dust settles? I think the use of technology uh, has helped broaden our horizon and our view of technology. And what I mean with that is, you know, this whole Bible study through a Zoom platform or a a virtual platform, that was nothing more than an idea before. And, you know, it was always in the back of my mind and it was always, you know, well, if these people can't get out, maybe we can try this. But again, by the force of the hand, it was the only thing available, so we did it and, it, and it's been functional. Our Sunday school has not only kept everybody that was in it, but we're adding people to it that didn't come to our church. And, you know, through Facebook Live, you can see who views a lot of times. I mean, we're adding people that weren't even in that setting 
And to me, that's really cool. They will send me a message telling me they'd like to be added because we promote it. And so we're adding people to Sunday school. And when we add them to this platform, we get to see who they are. And then when we see who they are, then we can make contact with them and start developing that relationship so that when this clears, we have that opportunity to see them come into a corporate setting and worship with us and be a part of this in the flesh. And so I think that the, uh, the whole technology thing is something that we'll want to keep doing because it helps us branch out into places we've never done before. I think it helps us uh, learn to be more comfortable with it and to uh, see the broader perspective that's out there for those that really use it. And it doesn't limit us so much. Excellent. Excellent. You know, there's a, a book that uh, several of us here at Shoreline Church have been going through over the last few months called Digital Minimalism by Cal Newport. And uh, in that book, one of the, the primary tenets that he hits on is you know, digital minimalism isn't about getting rid of everything digital. It's taking the power back. It's identifying what can digital means do for us? What can it make our life better at and leverage that as much as we can and extract ourselves from everything that it controls in our life? So, you know, the, the old uh, way or the previous way of using Facebook, for example, is just push, 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 shove things out there. And now you're talking about using it in a way that you have a very very clear strategy to figure out who people are to, to approach them in a way that's meaningful for them to wrap around them. So you're leveraging Facebook rather than just using it as something to, to spew things out, to fill people's uh, inboxes. Um, and I think, you know, that gets to the core of what Cal was talking about in his book is uh, we have to free ourselves from, from the chains of digital but as evidenced in what we're facing now, we need to find ways to very strategically and intentionally use it for good. So that's awesome. Uh, Wayne, um, that's about the time we have for today. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, appreciate hearing what's going on and what you're doing, getting an update about you and Karen. Um, and uh, we're all praying for you. Thanks a lot. It was a privilege being here. All right. For all the listeners out there, if you've not heard the other episodes in this short series, the pandemic series, I'd encourage you to go ahead and take a, take a look at those, take a listen to those, uh, just short conversations with pastors about what they're doing to make sure outreach does not fall off the map in the midst of dark distractions. Until the next time, this is Walt Bennett with Organic Outreach International. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Organic Outreach International's short podcast series on maintaining your outreach focus in the midst of dark distractions. If you haven't listened to the other episodes, I encourage you uh, to take a, a look at what we have online. It's a series of six different episodes talking with pastors about how they're dealing with ma maintaining a focus on outreach in the middle of the COVID-19 pandemic. Until next time, this is Walt Bennett with Organic Outreach International. Thank you.